What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ken Frederick Podcast, January 26th edition of the SoundCloud episodes and such. Yep. Justin's back. Uh, Yo! In the studio. In the yeah. studio. It drove a lot of hours to be with us. What's up, everybody? But before all that, please check us out at KFPodcast.com, <laughs> at KFPodcast on Facebook, at Ken Fred Podcast on Twitter, at Ken Frederick po- Podcast on Poopcast. your other, <laughs> other social it's media. Poopcast. And please check out our YouTube page where we have fresh content weekly. I want you to start saying it like Stone Cold does on his podcast. I'm listening. Where he's like, he's like, before you get into that, I'll take a little piece of business right now. <laughs> and starts giving out all his websites. A little piece of business. That's little piece of business. Say. Well, there you go. Welcome back there, Cheese. Yes, thank it's you. It's good to be back. Yep. Mm-hmm. How was your drive today? It was really good, actually. It was uh, a smooth seven hours Ooh, and 20 that's minutes. That's what people nice. want to hear about in a f- free preview is how smooth <laughs> things are. <laughs> Ken, how's your beard? Smooth. Ken got a fresh new haircut. It's all smooth. Yep. And his goatee looks super villainish and everything. Joke of the house is that I only get to take a shower and get a haircut whenever I'm coming up to your house. <laughs> Change clothes. That's about uh, it. Because, yeah, right. you know, I'm just, you know. You so, get dirty every other day. Yeah, I, don't, I just sit there in my filth in my chair. But yeah, just filthy. Sounds about right. Yeah, so. All right. Rock, what are you playing over there? I'm just simming some matches on TMNT Legends. Jeez. It's not like you ever play that game, huh? Is Ken doing balls right now, too, or no? Ken's playing with his balls. Um, I am doing work text messages. Oh, okay. Fun. You're doing work stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, so what's everybody up to this week? Anything exciting? Um, What, this weekend coming up? This week. Anybody? What have we been up to since we last talked? Bought some shoes. Bought some shoes. I I got a a wedding ring. Yep. You went to a concert. What concert? Went to Walk the Moon. Oh, that's right. I did see you, that you did that. My wife has a... Uh, do they, what do they sing? What do they know for it? Then? Shut Up and Dance. Uh, <laughs> that's the only song of I wasn't sure I if knew. it was that or Cake in the Ocean. I wasn't sure which one. <laughs> Cake by the Ocean. Sorry. Whatever it is. Yeah, it sounds whatever. That's Jonas Brothers, I think. <laughs> but uh, let's just say that Stage AE does not know how to handle like contest winners or anything mm-hmm. like that. Okay. It was a huge disaster. Were you a contest winner? Yeah, my wife wins contests all the time on the radio. <laughs> this is, I think, the fifth concert we've gone to that she's won That's tickets That's great that she's still calling in the radio <laughs> yeah, channels. Like, I didn't think anybody ever did that Play anymore. the lottery or something. I yeah. don't know. What station was it? The <laughs> X, 1059. The concert good? 105.9, The X. It was a good concert. I, whenever we first got there, it was like us. 35 teenage girls and their dads. Yeah. And it was just me, like, being there out of place. <laughs> so You were like, I brought my teenage daughter. It's Diana. <laughs> I could tell the story, but it'll probably take us well into our Beyond Our Free Preview. Yeah. Oh, we can have a teaser. Oh, te- yeah, here teaser. we go. All right. Teaser. <laughs> this is exciting. So we, Brock and I also went and saw the Butler Rumble, too. We should talk about the Butler Rumble. We'll, we'll, Rumble, get, to, we'll Rumble. get to that in the sports section. All, All right. right. We'll cover all that. So we were told to go to the VIP entrance mm-hmm. at 5.15. So we get to the VIP entrance at 5.15 mm-hmm. and say, yeah, we're a uh, radio station winner. Like, oh, you, where's your tickets? So we, were, we don't have them. We were told to come here. Well, you need to go over to the box office. They'll have your, your passes. Let's go over to the box office, mm-hmm. pick up our tickets. On the envelope to the ticket says, these people also have a VIP meet and greet pass. So we show that envelope to the security person. Well, that's not what you need. You need, you need a pass. It's a wristband. They go, well, this is what they gave us. Well, you need to talk to somebody from the X. So we're looking around. There's like all the different radio stations, tables. Mm-hmm. There's no one at the X. <sighs> nice. So at about 
quarter to six, this girl Miranda from the X shows up, and she's like this stereotypical. Oh, hey, I'm I'm from the X. Uh, oh, you guys are the contest winners. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, well, they didn't give me anything for you guys, so just kind of hang out here, and we'll figure out what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Like, okay. So then by that point, other people are showing up. So about 6 o'clock, when 5.15, we're supposed to get in. Somebody else from the X shows up and has our wristbands for us. Oh, that's nice. So we get those, and we have to get back in line. And then, of course, this other guy who just showed up, him and his wife, are at the front of the line, some old guy. He's probably in his late 50s, and he's causing this big scene. I'm like, dude, you just got here. Like, all of us have been here for almost an hour. We've been waiting an hour for this show. (laughs) So we go through the line, um, do the whole meet and greet. You know, it's just a photo op, and the ex was supposed to take our pictures, but Miranda didn't charge her camera. <laughs> so Jeez, Miranda oh. got fired. The next so, day. so we're convinced Miranda's no longer with the ex. So we met the band. We wa- uh, walked them in. They were really nice guys. They actually spent, you know, took some time to like talk to us and stuff, and we're cool. That's cool. So after that, there's another security guard. He goes, "Go to the end of this hallway. Go down the steps and go right out the door." We're like, okay. So we go down, you know, go down the steps. There's another security guard. Oh, whoa, whoa, where are you guys going? Well, we were we were told to go down these steps. And like, no, you need to wait here for the rest of your group. Go, okay, cool. So the rest of the people who got the meet and greet are trickling through. And then, <laughs> so then one of the, the older guy who was causing the scene walks out and looks at the stage. And this little teenage girl security guard runs him down. Hey, you need to get out of here. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> You need to stay right here where I can see you. Like, chill out. Yeah, like, people really want to rush. Yeah, walk, walk the moon. The moon yeah, from called. a balcony. Yeah, we're, like, from we're, a balcony. We're gonna do. They're literally standing ten feet from us. So then our whole group finishes. We go down the steps. We go down to the, the to the door to leave the building. And the security guard there goes, "You guys can't leave. You have to stay in here." Well, we were told upstairs we had to leave. He goes, "No, no, you just stay here." So everyone's like, okay. So the that old guy has been a pain in the ass. Goes to the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, well, I gotta go piss. <sighs> So then all of a sudden the security guard from upstairs comes down and goes, what are you guys doing? You're supposed to go outside. I told you to go right out that door. Like, well, he told us we're not allowed to go out that door. <laughs> no one's on the same page. So we're like, okay, okay. So we're leaving. So all of a sudden they're like, where'd that other guy go? And we're like, he went to the restroom. So they literally go into the restroom and get this guy and drag him out of there. Like, you can't be in here. He's like, they just told me I could. <laughs> so he's all fired up. You need to go back out to the VIP entrance. So we go back out to the VIP entrance thinking we're just going to get walked right back in. Oh, well, the doors don't open until 8. So it's like 10 after 6 at this point. So we have to stand outside in the cold until 8 o'clock because <laughs> we've already done the security check, all that stuff. Like, well, since it's about two hours, like, why don't you guys go get something to eat or something like that? So we had already eaten beforehand because we thought we were getting in at 530, yeah. you know. Second dinner. So we just walked around getting pokey stops in the area because there's a ton down there. <laughs> so then uh, the guy who was in the bathroom was, I didn't even get to piss, and I had to piss. He's like, I'm calling the ex. I'm like, dude, this doesn't have anything to do with the ex. This yeah. is stage AE not knowing what they're doing. So he has Miranda call somebody from the ex, and he's like chewing them out over the phone like it's their fault. For free tickets. For free tickets. I'm like, sorry that your free tickets weren't up to your your standards. I said to Dye's like, you're gonna she's like, he's somebody who'll get into a fight with you. I'm like, I don't care. That's hilarious. So we go we kill two hours, we come back, get we're the first ones in line. And in the window there's this female security guard just like looking at her watch, pointing at it and stuff like that. I'm like, This woman is on a complete power trip. Like she is going insane over this. 
So they open the door. There's two lines. There's a female line and a male line because they have to pat everybody down. Since there's like no males, I get me and the one other guy who's with his girlfriend or wife or whatever get right through, and we're just waiting for our significant others to get through. I'm like, well, dive was only like four people deep in line. What's taking so long? So we look back. He he was with us in the meet and greet thing. The the security is <laughs> die and his girlfriend like yelling at him like, who? Why are you get trying to get back in here? You can't leave. You you were already in here. And like she goes, my husband is right there. He just walked through the same line. Well, he shouldn't have been able to. You, there's no reentry on these tickets, and the security guards kicked us out. <laughs> told us to get back in line. So I get over. I'm getting pretty hot, and they finally let her in. And this other girl, like we're just doing what we were told. It was just a complete train wreck because wow. nobody communicated what we were supposed to do. Sounds fun. Oh, it was once once we got in there and saw the show. It was a good time. All right. Sorry to yeah. take up the entire free preview with that. <laughs> no, that's good. So today on the show, we're going to talk some movie news about Deadpool, and, and there's Alex, and uh, <laughs> okay, and some other things going on. Um, things and stuff. Some TV show news with Cloak and Dagger. Um, had a couple pop vinyl questions for Brock. Uh-oh. Lots of comic book news with Doomsday Clock number three coming out, which we just read. Mm-hmm. And then some uh, sports and wrestling talk at the end, a little Super Bowl preview and some Ugh. wrestling. I don't, is there Justin. a football game? The only football I care about is the XFL. And there's going to be a discussion <laughs> about the XFL. So here we go. Tommy Maddox. Starting in the movie news world. All right. What's okay. that? So. I don't do this. No. Uh, Pens points. Okay. <laughs> so um, I saw right off the top that um, Logan, the movie that we were sort of not all agreement on, that's up for an Academy Award. Yeah. For uh, what? Adapted screenplay. How's and that? I don't understand how that wins. Like, I don't understand how that's even up for an, uh, an Academy Award. Adapted uh, screenplay of what? What? Because from the comic book? I don't know. I don't get nothing it. like the comic. Yeah. Nothing like it at all. Was the screenplay really good? Like, did that? I don't understand. Uh, I don't even understand the category. Guardians of the Galaxy Two is getting visual effects nominated. I can see that. That's some good stuff. I was actually really happy with all the visual effects nominees. They're all like genre films. There isn't a single like mainstream movie. Well, our movies are mainstream now, but it's it's like Last Jedi, hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. uh, Planet of the Apes. I still um, see that. You don't have to read them. Yeah, I can't remember what the rest of them yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> Do we tell people that the free preview's over? Yeah, they know. Know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They don't care. <laughs> right. We'll probably just cut it off in the middle of the thing and do the whole right. thing and then bring it into the full one. Um, <laughs> speaking of full thing, thing, into the thing, full Deadpool trailer is supposed to come out on Valentine's Day. Don't cool. care. And be going with Panther, which I thought was interesting. Oh, so, so they're starting to join It's going to ride it out with, with Panther. That's good. So whenever you see that... Whatever we're seeing Panther that night, we're going to get the full Deadpool trailer. That's cool. Sweet. And then a debut online after that. So I'm looking forward to see what that's going to be like. Yeah. Um, speaking of Deadpool stuff, we have some interesting um, MCU fan theories. It's going to be uploaded to YouTube here this coming weekend. So check mm-hmm. that out over there. Yes. With some Please. Cool stuff. Check out our stuff. Um, did anybody happen to see the dumbass trailer for Pacific Rim during the playoffs this weekend? No. no. I didn't watch you the playoffs. Didn't see, uh, you didn't watch any of the playoffs uh, this that, weekend? I'm done did with football until 2020. <laughs> I, 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 think I, caught, I think I caught the end of the trailer. I mean, I, I don't know. It looks like trailer. the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. I know I shit all over the first one, but this one, oh, my God, it looks even worse. Little kids riding the things and all this other weird well, and shit. And then they've got Jaegers fighting Jaegers, and I, I just, I don't get it. Jaeger bombs, they got all kind of stuff going on. Uh, yeah, I think no, it looks horrible. I don't know anybody who's excited for that movie. 
<laughs> Ken is. I'm, I didn't see. I never saw the first one. You saw the first one, didn't you? Did we I? talked about it. I, I saw the I first one. Oh, I lost my cat. Um, it was enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Aaron Ward was so mad giant, at me. Giant robots fighting giant monsters. He was so mad at me that I didn't like that movie. It cussed me out online. Are you listening, Aaron Ward? No. No? He might be. I doubt it. Did you see that Gary Oldman, because of his son, wants to be in the MCU? His son said, Dad, I want you to be in those superhero movies. So he's like going out on Twitter and stuff saying, hey, cast me in these movies. I want to be in there. Yeah, you I had your chance, Gary Oldman. Who do you think he would be good to play if you were going to cast him in something? Gary Youngman, <laughs> Benny Funny. Goodman. He would be Barry Barry Youngman instead of Gary Oldman. Yeah. <laughs> he could be Stanley. Let's <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> take his place. I like him, I like him as a villain. I'm trying to think of a villain he could play. Is there Silver an old King. Is there an old uh, commissioner he can play? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can he be the new J. Jonah Jameson? They already have that guy. Do they? No, no they not yet. They haven't cast J. Jonah yet. Well, I don't know if he would be good as J. Jonah Jameson. No. Nah. Oh, me How though. about uh, as uh, Harry Os- Gary Gary Osborne. Norman Osborn. Ozzy Osborne. What do you think of him as the new Green Goblin? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't. No? I can't think of who he could be. He could literally be anybody. He's that good at being an well, actor. Yeah. yeah, he's good. Yeah, so... I don't know. We'll see. And then Bar- he should be the real Baron Zemo. I don't try to think of an old. Eh, maybe Green Goblin would be the best. But and then we all saw here recently about the uh, Captain Marvel images, and Ken got angry because people were angry about it. Yeah, fuck you, people that are angry about that costume. Why are people angry? What were they saying? Because they don't know about? anything. It's all these dipshits that never read a comic book, and they're like, "Why is it green? The picture's supposed to be red and blue." <laughs> yeah. Which I'm sure she's gonna have multiple comic. Or outfit variations. Yeah. And she goes from the nineties. They can sell toys. To yeah. Nowadays, I would like to see her in the in the uh, Miss Marvel costume just once. The binary. If they could do some kind of funny thing, or like, like you so, were saying, uh, is she loses her costume and all, all she can find is a swimsuit, black swimsuit with a scarf uh, yeah. wrapped around her and some boots. <laughs> yeah. Or she's trying out shield costumes and they're like, yeah. like, I'm not putting that on. Yeah. yeah. They always do shit like that. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. I don't know. I think she looks fine. Excited yeah. for Captain Marvel. There's a speaking of MCU theories. There, there's one floating around that she's going to pop up in Infinity War, which I just don't see it. I just don't see how you can. I feel like she's going to be the start of the second one. You think maybe she's the end credit scene? Well, possibly. That's possible. Coming out of like a deep space or something like that. Like her and somebody else. Her and Doctor Strange. Ant Man. Ant Man. Somewhere far away that she was at. A quantum zone. Mm-hmm. Quantum mm-hmm. leap. And then, uh, speaking of the Avengers, Miss ScarJo spoke out about her Black Widow movie, (laughs) saying that she wants the movie to take place in Russia. Okay. Go back to Russia and do Russian things. Um, I don't want an origin, though. No, neither do I. She wants to get all that red out of her ledger. (laughs) How much do you love that line? I was rewatching the original Avengers, and I got so mad because I heard that phrase so many times. I've got red in my ledger. It's a dumb line. Do you have enough erasers to get rid of all the red in your eraser? No. And I don't even. It's just they're talking about it over and over, her and Hawkeye. That's the most annoying part of it. Like we said before, her scene in the beginning when she's with those, like, guys and she's a spy in a dress it's great it's great but her and hawkeye all that talking about yeah. her ledger and all that stuff can you handle this you're a spy but i'm a soldier if you think that's annoying you should have read her in, in secret 
what was that one they just came out? Secret Empire, uh-huh. where she she was training the young champions okay. to do an assassination mi- mission, and she had this thing called the Red Room, <laughs> and she no. cut her oh, yeah. hand and smeared blood all over the door. And she's like, when you come in the red room, you're gonna get red on you. It was all with the red shit again. Uh, like, that was a comic. It was, but it wasn't that Black Widow. It was the other one, yeah. the blonde one. The, the red one. room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I remember right, that was a while ago. Though. Yeah. It was annoying. It was annoying. You have any movie news? Because that's all the movie news I felt was worth talking about. Nothing that I've heard. I mean, you know, more a lot of hype for Panther. We all got our tickets. Yes. You know? I mean, and the way they're they're talking about this movie, that it's going to be the highest grossing movie Marvel's done as a premiere and all that. I'm like, I don't understand why it's like even more than like Infinity War. They're saying this this is going to track the highest. That the why? tickets are going to be so high. Pre- it's going to break all these records. And- There's, I, heard, I did hear a thing that said the pre-sale for this movie is already bigger than all of the Marvel movies from last year's pre-sale put together. Is it just because of the crowd they're going to get? Because he's African American. He's know. not African American. He's African. Yeah, he's just African. <laughs> that um, was an argument I saw on that uh, <laughs> Secret History of Comics. Yeah, where they were talking to a bunch of uh, black people from the comic community, and they said, "Well, we never had an African American hero because we just had Black Panther, and he was just African." Uh, it was totally different. He's yeah. like he's a king and all this stuff. And yeah. then Luke Cage came along. And they're like he was just a racist stereotype oh, yeah. <laughs> at first. And speaking of people arguing about Black Panther stuff, there was another article that came out where they're saying in the MCU that Black Panther's sister, who apparently designs all the technology in in Wakanda, is the smartest person in the MCU. Smarter than Tony. Smarter than Hank Pym. Smarter than. Like all the brains combined, she's the smartest. She makes the technology that Panther uses in the cars and all that. And like again, you read the comments; it was very divided. Some people are, "This is great. It needs to be a young black woman, strong woman, who's the smartest in the world." And they're like, "She wouldn't be smarter than Tony Stark." And then people were lashing out at them. Well, you're a racist because you say that and all that. Well, and I made a comment and said, "That's only because Reed Richards ain't in this universe." <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, it can't be a woman, you bigot!" And they started attacking me, and I was like, "All right." I'm just saying, that's because Reed Richards ain't in this universe <laughs> yeah. yet. Because if he was, he's the smartest person in the universe. I just, I mean... Him and Doom. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I don't, I don't know why that's something that has to even be brought up. Why can't you just say she's very smart? Yeah. She designs technology. Cool. Who who had the website that said that she's the smartest it person? Was, it was Newsarama, com, comicbook.com. But Marvel never said this is the smartest I think it was the director, one of the directors that said... Well, here, I'll go on the, on the record from the Ken Frederick podcast that that director can go fuck himself. Yeah. Because why do you even need to make statements like this? Yeah, it just causes... It uh, causes mm-hmm. the fans stupid. to fight. It causes fighting and tension. It's and not... Who cares? If she, yeah. Have a smart, strong character. I mean, it's not right. that big of a deal. She's smart, and the technology looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to say, it's better technology than Iron Man? She's smarter than Iron Man. Well... Okay. Well, they have better resources than Wakanda. Yeah. They have an Infinity Gem running their country. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and like I said, Reed and Doom aren't there yet. Yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to get in the smarts? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, TV show news. I found this little nugget interesting. You, you know, there's actually... Uh, so, in Humans, which was so bad. Yeah. It's... 
they're pretty much canceling it. That there's not going to be any more. Yeah. So it's pretty much dead in the water. There's no season two plans. Some fans are actually putting a petition to get it brought back. <laughs> I said, who in I the hell? Why? <laughs> who in the hell signed that petition? Jim <laughs> Simonic, because <laughs> he liked it, and Adam. Those are the only two I think that actually like that show. Who's signing a petition to bring in humans back? It's horrible. I don't know who signs petitions online anyway. Yeah. Justin it does. He signs some <laughs> petitions. But it makes me do it. Not very often. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand who's bringing. It. I don't understand. Who's and bringing. not for stuff like bringing in humans back. Do they need their own show though? If you want to have the characters, there's plenty of other things you can put them on. Yeah. Just make the movie universe separate at this point, or the TV universe separate, and then bring them into the MCU. Well, that was that was one of the theories that I was looking at that I didn't tell you was people think that the TV MCU and the movie MCU are actually on different, multi, like it's a multiverse. Multiverse. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which. Obviously not, because Coulson came straight from the Avengers movie. Well, they could be parallel but different. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're saying that it's actually it's a, it, especially the Netflix stuff that it's it's a different. Well, the Netflix stuff used to reference it all the time in the yeah. first couple but of seasons. The reason the reason they referenced it was because they, if you notice, the references stop after Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, they talk about gods falling out of the sky and, and, and what, green men and Captain what America. What, the, what their their evidence is is that the reason it stops that there is because they lose. Tony dies. The Avengers are never like they don't move forward. Yeah, but that's, that's not true because the they've referenced Stark in those shows and that, a couple times before, saying about Stark technology, not like. Oh, he's dead or whatever, you know. I'm just saying this was the theory that was online. Yeah, that's why we're going to do an episode called Fan Theories Annoy Me. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anybody that's hyped for Cloak and Dagger? Because they've been advertising that lately. Oh, really? I I like the, I mean, I don't know. It premieres on my birthday, June 7th, 2018. Oh, wow. Where's that going to be again? Freeform. Ah, uh, Freeform. Okay. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll check know. it out. I couldn't, I couldn't get through Runaways. I don't know how many. I know more about Cloak and Dagger than I do Runaways, but. I might watch a, like a season premiere to see how they do their origin, but if it's real like teen angsty and doesn't get straight like to powers, angsty. yeah. Now I wonder if like after with the the right stuff that they can just go right in that they're mutants because Cloak and Dagger are mutants, right? No, I thought they their got genetic th- experiment. They yeah. took some bad drugs or something. Yeah, they were street. Okay. They were street. I thought they were mutants for a while there. I think that, no, they were on Dark X Men. For some reason, but uh, you know they were just kids looking for a high, and they got some experimental drugs, and they got powers. Nice. You know that shit wouldn't fly nowadays. Yeah. No. Not you, at can't, all. you can't have someone taking drugs and getting powers. Yeah, it looks very odd. I just hope there's no check it out. shady organization. Like, oh, you know, there's a shady maybe, organization. Maybe they'll the drugs. Maybe they took. They started eating Tide Pods, and it <laughs> powers. My God. Could be. I don't know. You, did you watch Black Lightning uh, last night? Or the night before? I did. It's pretty I good. Still, I still like it. It's, I like it, too. It's good. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. I'm glad it's on its own. works well. I still haven't watched it. I'll have to check it out. I'm sure the first couple are on On Demand. Yeah, they're out there. Yeah. All right. So, Brock, Toy News. I had a question for you. Okay. What's this big pop vinyl event that I saw Rob was tagging you with? <sighs> What, what is this thing? Papa Palooza or what's oh, it's it? local. Yeah, it's a local thing. Uh, I didn't get to go last year. I forget what was going on. I think it might have been my sister-in-law's wedding or something. I mean, there's more important things. We, we couldn't go. But I think I'm going to try and get there this year, check it out. I think it's like a big trading event almost, kind of, and I people are selling people stuff. Booths. Yeah, you can take stuff to trade. But it's, yeah. I'll check it out. I don't know. I'm sure a lot Do of Do they people. have, like, really rare things there? 
I'm sure. Well, I mean, it's going to be people just based in Western. I would assume just Western PA people. So it's not going to have its own exclusives like other stuff, but it's just going to have hard to find things. Mm -hmm. But they're there with a budget. They did release a bunch of ones that they're doing for a show that are exclusives. Okay, like yeah, Emerald City, right? Em yeah, Emerald City Comic Con's having a bunch of uh, exclusive releases. And, of course, there's got to be a fucking Scott Pilgrim one. There's gotta, always a Scott Pilgrim one. I got to track down now. It's a two-pack, too. You can't say no to that shit, huh? Scott, Scott Pilgrim's in the mix. It's like crack. you got to go get it. I, I at least want... He started itching. Uh, I, I at least <laughs> want one of... Cause, so there's the seven evil X's. Okay. And they're doing them all as exclusives and the different shit. Now this uh -huh. to get Gideon Graves the main like her main ex boyfriend that puts the guild of evil exes together. Yeah. It's a two pack with Gideon and like mind controlled R Ramona. Okay. And she has different hair color. Oh, which that looks, sounds cool. I'll bring it up here and show it to you guys. But it is it's fucking sweet. <laughs> okay. I, so a little off topic. The other night I was sitting. I don't remember what day it was. Saturday night or something like that. I was watching Scott Pilgrim and I uh -huh. sent Ken just this like. <laughs> One image screenshot, and I was like, "This is tonight's entertainment." He knew exactly what it was. Oh yeah, right? what well, was like? It's like in the frozen tundra of Toronto, Canada. Oh, he's minute. probably seen that movie a million times. I guess I'm doing it on Valentine's Day. What? They're showing Scott Pilgrim downtown. I it's, saw it, that. It, it, where? Down at the Row House in Lawrenceville. Okay. So me and Mindy are gonna. She's never seen it. She's a lucky girl. How has Mindy never seen that with you? Because I can't find the DVD downstairs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All those streaming services, it's not it's on not any of them. No. None? Yeah. But they're doing so Minnie's whole... Valentine's Day, she gets Scott Pilgrim. Want to take her out to dinner and we'll go see a movie? Yeah, yeah. a trout burger or two down her throat. <laughs> and, and then I'm there with, with, with Scott Pilgrim. What I want to do. <laughs> well, I saw that they're doing a beer pairing. So every scene, like there's certain, there's four beers that you get in their scenes. But I haven't drank craft beer in years and <laughs> she doesn't drink. So I'm like, I'm not spending 30 bucks on this nonsense. <laughs> All right, what uh, other toy news you got? Uh, um, the London Toy Fair was this this past week. So I go from London. Sorry. What happened at the London Toy Fair? <laughs> I didn't really follow too much of it, but I saw all the Funko stuff that they were releasing, and there's a lot of new pop vinyl sets, including a Halo set for the first the first time since they launched. Okay. So th that'll probably decrease the value of all those, probably. <laughs> I mean, there was a one Halo set before. Yeah, at the very beginning. Um, then there's a few like nostalgia things. They're doing garbage pail kids. Mm, really? And care bears. That <laughs> yeah. seems like an interesting one. Garbage pail kids. The garbage pail kids ones are kind of fun. I mean, are they going to go as nasty gross. as they usually do? Yeah. Let's see. There's um, Clark Kent. It's a <sighs> fat, pimply kid and dresses Superman with a pea stain. Okay. Um, Probably none of the ones where their heads are blown apart. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Beastly really? Boyd. Um, there's Ghastly Ashley and an Atom Bomb. Atom Bomb's head was exploded. And then there's an Atom Bomb chase where he's orange. Ah. So I think that's supposed to be a, a, you know, okay. a little knock at our president. Are real Garbage Pell kids, like, worth anything? I don't know. The old stickers and stuff? I yeah. feel like original series maybe, but other than that, I just can't see it being... They never really went away. Yeah. They kind of, they kept making it. They just No one cared about him after a while. I had his fingers in like this to make his teeth. Yeah. His hand was in his mouth and his hand was in his head. And there was that always was weird. a name for somebody. Like mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's always two. Yeah. Wasn't one like rare and one was common? Like Adam yeah. Bomb was, was the normal one, but yeah. then there was a guy that was like... Something nuke or whatever. And it was the same card. Yeah. Nick nuke, I think. Nick nuke or something like that. A different yeah. picture. Those were the rare ones. Yeah. 
There, there was all kind of that. The whole like late eighties, early nineties was so oversaturated with that stuff. He had Mars attacks and the yeah. dinosaurs attacks stuff, where right. like, all kinds of gross things for some reason. A lot of yeah, gross was big. Oh, that's cool. There's the Scott and Ramona two pack. Nice. You send me the link. I'll put it in the bottom of the description. All right. Nice. All right. So any other that's toy news? Cool. That's about it. I've been busy week. I haven't really been following anything. All right. Let's talk some comic book news then, boys. Comic books. Oh, that's cool. That looks like looks like them. That's neat. Figure that's a good one to make of them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Comic book news. Comic book news. So the biggest book for me, Doomsday Clock number three, came out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you two just read it. Ken mm-hmm. skipped through it. Yeah, I skipped through What'd it. What'd you think about it? I like this it. one was a. This one had a lot of in-depth stuff you had to read up on, and there's a lot of like information in the back of it. I didn't read the. Yeah, part I, of I skimmed. So it, I'm, like, I'm it, sure yeah, it doesn't stuff. make. A, there's a lot of like discussions back in here about things about that movie that they're showing. Yeah. So the, the, they're showing like a movie in the background. The person that's in that mental hospital, that's Johnny Thunder. Yeah. They so that's he's the one that had the thunderbolt for the for the JSA. Yeah. He's the one that in DC Rebirth, when Wally appeared to him in his room, he was screaming. Wally was like, please find the JSA, find Allen and all of them and, and naming them. And he was like, I've been looking for them. I don't. I lost the Thunderbolt. And then he, like, disappears. And, and the people in that mental place just think he's nuts. And uh, that's that's him. He's, like, waiting for his family and all that stuff. He had the pen I where he would back. click. Yeah, yeah, the Thunderbolt you know, I understand would come that. Out of it. I missed it because I thought at the end that was Rorschach that was in jail. In, well, in the mental hospital is, yeah. is, the is, old folks home. is in the old folks' home is jo- is Johnny Thunder. Uh, so okay. this is their hint towards that. Also, in the back of the book, when they're talking about the actor that plays in that movie, he was brutally murdered and killed, and they're talking about his death and all that. Yeah, and it says he was a friend. It said something about his boxing friend Ted Grant. Ted Grant is Wildcat. Oh, okay. So it's like, why would there be a Ted Grant? Okay. This book also makes me believe is I don't know what universe they're in. Because did you notice Batman in there is wearing a different look than yeah. his re- his rebirth mm-hmm. suit? I don't know what it is. And yeah. like I the, feel like this is not this is the mix between the two. Yeah, I don't know if it's like an actual like the real DCU or if they're in a state or if it's the past and they're in the they're in like maybe like the old times of the 80s, DCU maybe. or whatever. I don't I don't know. Because it, it's it's different. Like it, Batman doesn't look the same, which I just picked up on. Mm-hmm. And Luther's there, and the Joker's there. That and, yellow Batman crest kind of reminds me of Batman Incorporated. Remember, he had yeah. that real raised look. Because that thought, wasn't Bruce. That was uh, Dick Grayson in that, wasn't it? It might have been. Yeah. So it's confusing where they're actually at. But the part that I really liked. Did you see the? Remember we talked about the yeah. Myers weapons. Yeah. That they're actually real, well, yeah. yeah. And, and they're like, "How's he doing that?" Because he shot that guy in the face yeah. with the fake gun, and they were like, "Where'd that?" And you saw like when the gun went off, like a like a, light, a, it a almost, light, it refracts light uh-huh. just a little light bit. Any of that knife, and he's throwing invisible <laughs> knives into their neck, Which and then she great. has that. Wired and cut Which makes a sense because she's a marionette. Yeah. yeah, and cut through a guy's neck with it and cut a guy in half with it. I mean, they and now they're looking for the Joker. I mean, those two with the Joker is going to be fantastic. How'd they know of the Joker? Because they went into one of his bars. They went into one of his bars. Oh, uh, that's what And the guy said, Don't you know whose bar this is? It's the Joker, bitch. You got to He's the only one allowed to wear paint or something like uh, that. And they're like, Who's the Joker? That sounds interesting. <laughs> and they just kill everybody in there. And they're like, We got to find this Joker. <laughs> Um, yeah. You see that the comedian was brought back by Dr. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. 
and plummeted into this one because he fell from the building and then he went right into the into water. The yeah. Water at, Go- at in Gotham, and he's trying to kill Ozzy Mandeus there. Um, did you like what Batman did to Rorschach? It, that was kind of a low blow. So Rorschach, you find out, is this young black kid. And um, there's some stuff you can look at. He's in Batman's Batcave, and he's basically saying, "You got to read this journal; it'll tell you everything about it." We got to find Doctor Manhattan, and Batman's like, "Go, relax." They let him take a shower and like sleep for 24 hours, and Batman's like, "I found him. He's in Arkham. Let's go find him." And he leads him right into a cell and locks him up, <laughs> fucks him over at the end. And, but that's uh, what Batman would do. And like, the, yeah, because he'd probably think, reading that diary, that it sounds like craziness. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, he's not going to really believe that he's from another dimension. Well, I mean, he should. He's <laughs> Batman. He's seen everything. Well, that's what yeah. I mean. Maybe he's younger here. Oh, maybe. I mean, he has, like, because the Batcave looks completely different. <laughs> yeah. It has, like, some of his, like, mementos that he has, because Rorschach's saying what kind of person co- collects souvenirs of people he beats. Yeah. And, uh-huh. I like how he's like real calm, and then he's like, "I'll cut your damn throat." Rip your damn throat. <laughs> and he, like it's all angry. Yeah, he's all, like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." He's like, I'm sorry, I said that. Just let me out. Yeah. Just let me out. <laughs> Apologize. <laughs> Open door. <laughs> he told Alfred, "Those pancakes were good. Uh, I'll take some more of those." <laughs> but I mean, a lot. I, I don't know. I mean, it's it, it was a it, there's a lot of interesting things you have to really read going on mm-hmm. in the background. Yeah, you know, a lot of notes about stuff that's going to play into importance. I know that the. Uh, that Dan DiDio, the the publisher of DC, yeah. mm-hmm. came out and said, someone asked him in an interview this week about when the JSA, the Legion, and Shazam are all going to make their rebirth appearance. And he said all their appearance are currently, all their initiation into this universe is currently underway. And they said, what's that mean? He said, a lot of these events we're doing, this is their kickoff. Okay. So I think he means like... Somehow, Doomsday Clock is going to be tied into bringing back the JSA. Well, clearly, it's going to re- it's going to be a big world universe correcting event. Yeah, I mean, because Jay Garrick was already in when they had the button up uh, event. He was the one running in the time stream that saved Batman and Flash, and said, "I got to get out of here before Manhattan shows up." And then Manhattan killed Zoom. And yeah. So he's just all over. The place. I just don't know where they're at. This book, yeah. I thought they were in a regular one until I read this. No. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, this looks completely different. Yeah, because I don't remember Metamorpho becoming bad or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, all that happening. I don't know where they're at. Now that you say about the costume, I just remembered that Jeff Johns made a comment in one of his, uh, made a tweet. He goes, you'll really like Batman's new costume in this in yeah. this book. Oh, really? And I think that if this is maybe before New 52, and that suit doesn't look... It looks like... That looks like his 80s costume. Yeah, yeah it, it looks very 80s, the yeah. outfit that he has. But maybe he has, it's taking place in 85 like Watchmen did. I don't know, because the, the DC Universe, when they New 52 did, was only like five or six years old. Mm-hmm. With Rebirth, <sighs> they've been extending that out more. Yeah. You know. I mean, Superman's getting his red trunks back in episode 1,000. Yep. <laughs> well, I don't understand why that's a thing that people care about. Yeah, I don't understand why that's even like, Superman's getting the red trunks back. I'm like, why? Is he so happy about wearing underwear on the outside yeah. of the tights again? I like the belt. I thought it was fine. But this book is going um, twice a month starting in May. They're delaying, oh. issue, they're delaying issue four, and it's going to be go- away for a month, and then it comes back, and then it's going to go twice a month for like – Two months in a row, and then back to regular. I'm like, why, 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 why can't you just publish it when you're publishing it? Is it that hard to get it out? You've been planning it for so long. Mm-hmm. You obviously have to know what something's you're doing. not done. Something Jim Lee's that, not involved. How can that be? Or something they're changing. <laughs> um, so I read Phoenix Resurrection, four issues of that. Oh, Phoenix Resurrection. Um, that book is just really confusing. Basically, <laughs> Jean Grey 
the Jean Grey's living in a town in Texas that the Phoenix put a dome over and is keeping her in there, <laughs> wanting her to. It brought her back from the dead, but it wants her to experience her life again so that she can, like, get to. It's it's almost like nurturing her. So this they're calling it a giant egg she's in. That way, that it's ready for her to take her body over again. It wants it's it wants its original host back. It wants Gene back. But wasn't the end of the one episode had Cyclops there? So did they resurrect him too? They're all Phoenix constructs. So the X Men uh. found their way into there, and they keep throwing all these crazy different constructs at him. They're like like all these dead X Men showed up, and they're like, and then current X Men show up, and they're like, these aren't real. And then like Colossus is like, good, I hate. The multiple man, he just starts killing them. Like, These aren't real, so let go. And he's like, "Good, I've always wanted to punch Jamie in the face." So he just starts like knocking him, uh, knocking him down. And you know, they're all the like these weird things showing up. Multiple cyclopses have shown up, and it's supposed to be like. But what's weird is when she's walking and seeing everything. Like it's like this happy country lane and a milkman and all that. But what you're really seeing is everything's on fire. And everything's charred and everything's destroyed. She's in torn, dirty clothes, like she just crawled out of the grave. But like what she's seeing is she's in like a little maid with a, and the milkman's like, "Morning, Jean." She's like, "Morning, Mike." And then like they show you, and there's just a dead body, and it's all on fire in a burnt house, and it's like, wow, it's not a pretty place. So the book and the series, the the this it lasso show ended with the phoenix basically confronting the X Men, wanting them to. It's trying to egg them on to fight. So that she, something about that it'll fight them and she'll come out and see them fighting and so they're like we have to be calm around it so like they send Cyclops in to uh, young he, Cyclops I was gonna say I'm like I thought he was dead but then old man Wolverine is gonna go in and talk to her because you know it's always gotta be Wolverine and Jean when it comes down to that show. <laughs> it's so stupid but the current X Men Blue Book has actually been pretty good um, they're uh, doing all that time travel stuff still and all that they're launching a new team with polaris as uh i think the young x-men are going to eventually go back here in two months i think they have like two months span of book storytelling left and i think they're finally going to be done with that whole run that what bendis started that right yeah mm-hmm. and then a new team x-men blue team is led by polaris okay probably because of gifted being yeah popular and all uh. but my only gripe about it is you know, there's a lot of this Wolverine stuff that they're doing. Like, they have this book coming to hunt from Wolverine, and Wolverine's in these back issues and all that. But every freaking X-Men team now has, like, three or four more versions of a Wolverine on him now. They're, it's like <laughs> it's almost like they're making him now. You know how Batman has the Bat family? Yeah. yeah. Like, X-Men Red has, like, Laura Wolverine. She's a Wolverine. You know, X-23. Her clone, who they call Honey Badger, which I think that's the dumbest name. She has one claw. One claw, well, yeah. One claw on her feet, and then it's like the X. Maybe she doesn't have any claws on her hands, just one on her foot. One claw in her in her hand, two. One claw per hand, and then one claw per feet, like her sister has. And she's the honey badger. She's called honey badger because she don't give a shit. Yeah. And then the X Men Blue <laughs> team has that Jimmy Hudson from the Ultimate um, Universe on it, and now Dakin, Dawkin, however you want to say it, Dawkin. he's joined the team. So some people comment were like, "Do you need two young Wolverines on that team?" It's just, and then I Weapon always, X is Sabretooth and Old Man Logan. Uh, and another one, and it's like, fuck, God damn it. Like, you're you're ruining Wolverine. Like, can we just have Wolverine back uh, instead of 50 different versions does, does of Does Dawkins still have the Maramosa blade? No. Uh, oh, that was cool. Yeah, he put it, melted it down into his third claw. Yeah. 
I always liked Dakin Dawkin because he could uh, manipulate f- pheromones, so it'd make people real horny and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they H Wolverine, they give like a little twist to. Yeah. Jimmy Hudson can do stuff a little differently, and I was like Dawkin said that under underhand blade. Yeah, yeah, that's what he put the. The, yeah, he had that on that one. Mm-hmm. But I never understood how you could attack with it because it always curved up, so it made this weird, like, claw thing. It was better for stabbing. It's so strange. And then they have Honey... What, what's her, Then uh, the girl Wolverine, X-23, they're going to do a future story with her where it's old old lady Wolverine and old man Wolverine. <laughs> like, old man oh, Hawkeye's God, coming can out. Like, can we just have Wolverine back? And the, his book is going to be like a five-part return for to introduce him back in the Marvel Universe. I'm like... Enough with the events. Just put Wolverine back on it. <laughs> but uh, one thing I, I, re- I read this week that I thought you would be interested in is Thanos' Thanos's storyline right now. Uh, it's called this King Thanos that they're doing. I saw he goes in the future or something and he's, meets the Conqueror Thanos. He's in the future. He's the Conqueror. He's Than- King Thanos yeah. or whatever, and he is a Ghost Rider. Yeah. Future, did you see who it was? Yeah, I saw it was Frank, Frank Castle. Castle. I, I love the, the screenshot. I was like, what's your name? He goes, Frank Castle. He goes, I don't know who that is. Because that name's mean nothing to me. Yeah. just keeps walking. And it's like, well, he would never know who Frank Castle was. Because yeah. Thanos would never be like talking to Frank street level. Frank uh-huh. the future outer space Ghost Rider. Yeah. And he has a Hulk there that ate Captain in America, yeah. and he's like on a leash. And Thanos looks always all with the gray beard and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, it's got some weird like. Yeah, I always like when they have Thanos that rules everything. He's but. the king of everything. He has Frank Castle with him, <laughs> and Tony Stark comes back in April. The real Tony Stark. Oh, good. He returns to Iron Man. Iron Heart's getting moved out of the book to Champions, which is like their young kid book. Thirteen with, Titans. Thirteen Titans. With Miss Marvel and everybody on there. I'm fine. And then Tony back in armor, just in time for. Infinity uh, War. Yeah. Yep. That. So there you go. Perfect. Here's your world of comics. Uh, you hear all that rock <laughs> So let's talk football real quick, Ken. You didn't watch anything from this past weekend? Nope. Not a play. Didn't I just heard who won? I give zero fucks. Did you watch it at all? I did. What did you think about the games? I thought the, the uh AFC championship game was a good game. Pretty good. But uh No one liked the outcome. No one liked the outcome. I didn't care about the outcome, honestly. Yeah. Um, but that that blowout was terrible in Philadelphia. Yeah, that was a that bad was tough game. to watch. I felt bad for Minnesota. How's a team that good defensively get blown out by that much by a backup quarterback? I don't know. I mean, Nick Foles. I mean, if he's not signed to a contract somewhere after this playoff season, Cleveland. Well, but here's the thing with Nick Foles, though. Um, hold on a second. No, no, take your time. We're just recording this. Um, he went to another team. He left once already. He had that success in Philly, and then he was a free agent. They traded him, and he went somewhere else, and he was going to be the man somewhere, and he sucked, (laughs) and he was terrible. And then finally he came back. Philly just picked him up like, hey, we need a backup. Uh, Mm. Nick knows the system. Didn't he go like L.A. or something? I think he was at St. Louis, and then I think he Everyone goes to the Jets for a cup of coffee, and then I think he was (laughs) – I don't really know. (coughs) Sign him in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Trade Roethlisberger. Get rid of Roethlisberger. Trade it's his fault. Yeah. <laughs> you got to trade him. I mean, I, I, Carson Wentz is good, but if Nick Foles wins you a Super Bowl, do you go back to, the, to Carson Wentz? Yeah, because you're paying him a ton of money. Yeah. You know, Nick Foles will go somewhere else and do nothing. Yeah. Go to the Chiefs. <laughs> and, 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 I actually would be surprised if he didn't go to Cleveland. I'm sure that uh, – what's his name? Uh, old uh, Tequila Cowboy – Oh, who's our offensive coordinator? I already forgot his name. 
You call him Tequila Cow. Uh, what's I? I forget his name too. Now why can't he? Todd Haley. Todd Haley. I call him Tequila Cowboy. Didn't he get beat up in front of that bar? <laughs> yeah. Downtown. So speaking of football, <laughs> good talk. Well, <laughs> I'll just yeah. go fuck myself. Well, what else did you want to say about <laughs> it? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Let's just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Todd Haley. You called him Tequila Cowboy. You're losing us. <laughs> losing you. Um. So the XFL. Yeah, it's coming back. You didn't watch any playoffs. So let's go to the XFL. Okay, it's great. Are you excited about it? Yes. You think it has a chance? Yes. Why? I think it has a chance because it's not going to be during. It's not going to be during football season. Well, actually, it'll be an overlap a little bit because it seems like that Vince wants to have it uh, start in January or February and go seven months. So it'll be during pretty much the off season of NFL will be the XFL seven month season. Yeah, or something like that. It's Ugh. something. And it's going to be eight teams, and it'll be a four-team playoff. Eight teams, four-team playoff. Yep. Okay. It's half the field. That's yeah. about right. Uh, and they don't have any cities lined up. It's all very – And it's not know, until, what, 2020? 2020. It seems like they're going to take their time with it. Well, they say that, but this is the same time window they had for the last XFL. And it was seems it? That, yes. Well, here's why, here's why I don't think the last XFL worked. Okay. It was right in the heart of the whole Attitude Era thing where WWE was getting crammed down everybody's throat. Yep. And I think that people, number one, thought it was an illegitimate sport. They thought it was fake, like yep. wrestling. Yep. And number two, like they thought it was going to be like somehow raunchy or something because of the X and XFL. Mm-hmm. And now that WWE's made well, they themselves. they promoted it with uh, our cheerleaders are hot. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I think that made a lot of advertisers leery of it and things mm-hmm. like that. But yeah. now that I think that the WWE has done so well, as the a brand, has, has made themselves a family-friendly company again, yeah. that I think that's going to give it some more success. You know what else I think is a big thing with this time around? I think XFL was ahead of its time back then. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think with social media now, the XFL was made for social media. Yeah. Following all these players online, um, playing fantasy football. People love fantasy oh, football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You give them more chances to do it. You uh, play XFL fantasy football. Yep. Um, tweeting about it. Posting it on there, you could you could have it all online. You don't even need. I know CBS Sports is going in with them. Oh, are you, they? That, apparently, that's one of the people that's that's in on it. CBS is at NBC. This is okay. Time. But you don't even need to like worry about like paying advertisers for a time slot. Like yeah. you could launch your own app. Well, sports uh, CBS Sports has its own app. Yeah, and you could mm-hmm. just have games on there. They're all online. Yeah. They're on Facebook Live or they're something like that. It would be so much easier nowadays instead mm-hmm. of worrying about like ratings and people record games now where people were like, I don't want to watch that game at 10 o'clock at night or whatever. And you're yeah. right. They tried to do too much like it was wrestling. Right. Having, and they were all Jim about the Ross sex. Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler were yeah. the announcers yeah. and stuff. It was, it was too much. And they're not about that anymore with the PG stu- stuff. Well, I mean, they'll do a little bit, I imagine, here and there. But I, I, My biggest thing that I took away from the press conference say when I was listening to it was – Vince McMahon's like, how much are you gonna? They said, how much are you gonna be the front man for this this league? He said, more than likely you'll never see me again. And I'm like, that's great uh-huh. because the less they associate with Vince McMahon um, and associate it with WWE, the better. Yeah. They're like, well, what's the crossover gonna be? He's like, there's gonna be zero crossover between the two properties. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, perfect. That's exactly what they need. Yeah, because people don't want to hear that it's just wrestling. And yeah, Vince McMahon going, this is the XFL. Yeah, yeah. And another thing, don't. Get, Go into a campaign where you bash the NFL. Yeah. Because remember that last time they were like, You're, yeah. that other sport got weak. Not and for fun made, league. Not for fun and all that. Mm-mm. The NFL is your friend. Yeah. You know, if mm-hmm. people watch the NFL, you say, Hey, 
are you going through a withdrawal because the Super Bowl's over? Yeah. And, and, and then tune in the XFL games. We got, mm-hmm. we still got football. Yep. You know, you, you, you play off it nicely instead of that, oh, that league sucks. Don't try right. and compete with it. Yeah. You can't. Just there, feed off. Nobody it. can compete with the yeah. NFL. Don't start saying shit like, I don't want to hear shit like, our players in the XFL stand for the anthem. You know, well, they, that was a lot of the press conference today. Uh, well, was was uh, Vince bringing that up, or were the the reporters were asking? He's like, there. From it made it seem from the press conference that that if you have any. Acti- criminal activity, you're not getting a contract. Yeah. He only wants the, the, the most up most people to be playing this league. Um, cool. He said that there's going to be a code of conduct book that everyone will understand. If you cannot stay, and he mentioned praise the anthem, he said, if you're not going to stand for the anthem, in so many words, he didn't say this, he's like, we expect people to stand for the anthem, and if people... You're not going to be part of the league if you're not going to agree to the the by rules of the the league. Which I'm sure players who can't get in the NFL will be. Well, yeah, I'm happy we'll to do, do whatever. It. I, I want to know how many people that they're going to find that are that are on an elite level that don't have prior convictions. Because he made a comment, he's like, "Well, if you have a DUI, you're probably more than likely not going to be playing in our league." Mm-hmm. Like, a DUI, well, you're going to have a hard time because all of them got busted for weed or yeah. something or yeah. steroids. Well, look at your own. Like, it was tough. Like, look at the WWE. It's not all saints and you know yeah. over there. But uh, it's it's going to be tough. There's enough football players out there. Though. There's a lot of players out there. I mean, look at all these college teams that. Yeah. There's how many? I, I tell you who I want to see. I want to see Tebow on a team, and I want to see Johnny Manziel, <laughs> see Johnny Manziel <laughs> on a team. I want to see a, a team out of New York with Johnny Football running run, running the show. To be well, great. someone asked a question like, "Would you see Colin Kaepernick, Tim Tebow, and Johnny Manziel on a team?" And he goes, "I don't know if all those people would be in our league because you know we're not going to let people come in with a DUI." Johnny Manziel out the door right yeah, now. Yeah. Make it. So I mean, down the road, who knows? We'll see. Yeah, but I think and that ratings and stuff he, like that. He's trying to make this very clean and. uh Gotta love uh, John Shumway from local Pittsburgh News got on and asked a question. Did he? Yeah, and I can't remember the question. And he goes, the last thing is like, so uh, Pittsburgh is a contender for a team. He goes, and Vince started laughing. He goes, like I said earlier, we don't have cities for teams yet. I love Pittsburgh, but we'll have to see. You that would know. be cool if they got a team. It Listen, would. I'd be all in if they had an oh, XFL yeah, team. Yeah, I would. Ken sponsored by the Ken yeah. podcast. Yeah. Let me tell you what: if Chicago didn't have a team, which they probably will, yeah, I would go in all in on a Pittsburgh team. They had a, they had a team last time. Did you support them then? Did you buy a jersey? I don't think I had a jersey, but I I, don't I didn't really get into it too. Much it was hard that. to get into. It was hard to get into. I didn't really like I, it. I tried to get into the Arena League. When they I had watched, the Arena team. Yeah, oh, I did. I used to do that. Arena I, League was fun. Yeah, <laughs> we went down for the comic book store. Sponsored some stuff there a couple yeah. times. I think it's a good. I think it's the right time for it. Like I said, so they didn't have social media back then, and the and the XFL did a lot of things that were, I mean, cutting you, edge. You can now advertise that mm-hmm. the, the the camera on the uh, mm-hmm. the swivel thing that you see now. The and, and like I said, I think pushing people love playing fucking fantasy football. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if you promote that hardcore and be like. You know your fantasy season ain't over. XFL starts. You yep. know, get a league, join now. Like uh-huh. you know, I mean, that's a great way to get people getting into mm-hmm. it. Because that, that that wasn't as big back then. No. You you didn't have it on computers. You played it like paper. Well, I mean, it was it had some, yeah. it on paper. Yeah. It wasn't as big as like it is now. Yeah. Right. You and, didn't have and, draft yeah. kits that you could buy. Yeah. And fantasy like football that. will make people watch that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going, hey, my 
whatever my guy is, I have him in a game. I'm watching him. I want to win. I'm going to win the league. The only thing I think will be a problem for fantasy football is if they're only going to have eight teams, your your fantasy football leagues are going to be small. It's got to be small, yeah. You Which yeah, probably fine. getting from your hardcore fantasy football players, half of them will go, I'm not watching that shit. And the other yeah. half will be like, yeah. Like us four will be like, yeah, we're going to league of four guys. Yeah. 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 So the Chicago team in the old XFL was the Chicago Enforcers. Yeah. So. Weren't they like, like gangster kind of things or something uh, like that? It was this this fisting logo. Yeah, a fisting logo. <laughs> yeah. That's like someone's butthole, and that's just the fist of living right here. I have, I still have my Orlando Rage jersey that nice. I bought for like four dollars on. Do you have a Tommy Maddox shirt? No, I wish I did because he played. I forget who he played for. He was the MVP. Uh, yeah, I was the MVP. He won their championship. But uh, I tell you what, I, I think this is a good thing for these guys who can't make NFL teams. Yeah. To play in, and then mm-hmm. someone quarterback gets hurt in yeah. the air, and they're bringing out the guy that won the XFL championship. Well, look at uh, it. I mean, Tommy Max did was the quarterback for the Steelers for what three years and did well. Uh, did well. Took him to a couple playoff games. Yeah. Like he hate me, whatever that guy's name. Rod was. Smart. They Rod won't Smart. have that shit anymore. You won't have. None someone of asked. Someone asked, and he started laughing. He goes, he goes. It's funny how iconic. People can remember he hate me after this many years because I love. And he started talking about how people do special days where you're allowed to do that. I think that that was a great idea. Like, I mean, your announcers are going to know who you are by the number, anyways. Like, Mm -hmm. show a little. I think it's cool. Yeah, I'm excited for it. It can't hurt. I mean, I think they'll get more than one season out of it this time. Yeah, yeah. If and also too, they. I know that they don't want to, to go in with the WWE, you know, it seems like they don't want to partner with them at all. But how great would be, like, if you have the NFL package, you have the XFL package on your on the network. And like, oh, I can just watch, you know, I think highlights. another key thing, um, obviously you want to worry about player safety, so you can't have it that, like, this league you're allowed to just kill people and all that mm-hmm. concussion protocols and all that. But less flags and less replay, I think, would make for a much smoother game because yep. mm-hmm. people hate that. Well, They're not so throwing a damn flag every five minutes mm-hmm. on pass interference, and we got to review this one. You know, whatever the call is, the call that's what it is, and you move on. The, the game moves fast. There's a big, there's a video online that's kind of like promoting it, and there was some of the catchphrases they were saying was that it was going to be a faster, sleeker, safer game. Yeah. So that's what they're really trying to get to. So because you will sit there during a Steeler game and sit through all the. The, the, the reviews and all that because it's your team. Yeah. If you're watching an XFL game, you're like, God, this is the fifth penalty. Like, I'm turning it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Another review and another play. It's I'm true. turning it. Yep. I'm turning it. Instead, you're like, oh, shit. Game moves fast. I watched a whole game like an hour and a half. Like, this was nice. You well, know? the typical NFL game is over three hours long. If yeah. they can mm-hmm. get it into a two-hour window, I think they should, instead of having, a, like, a down clock, if you guys had a running clock system, yeah. it would, you know, much like soccer. and you know Something to make the game move quicker so yeah. it excites you. They also said no halftime. Like, just yeah. like, all right, we're just going to keep playing and mm-hmm. go from there. Like, yeah. so it'll, break. It'll, be, uh, it'll be interesting. Interesting. Good. All right. Well. So, other sport Balls. topics. Um, we'll make predictions for the Super Bowl next week because it's not this weekend. It's not. Yeah. We have the Rumble coming up. Do you want to make week. predictions for the Pro Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> and for the Pro Bowl. We don't care about it. We have the Rumble. The Rumble always falls between oh, playoffs. The Rumble's, and the Rumble's the greatest warning event of the it year. Is. You have the Rumble coming up. We're excited about it. We, uh, we can't make predictions because we, we, we don't want to write down who we're picking yet for because uh, we're doing our bets. Yeah. We, we bet during it, so we can't say anything. I just hope it's good. It will be. I think that they there's enough that they haven't announced. Usually they tell you all 30 guys, and there's not yeah, a whole lot of – There's there's like 
what, 10 guys that they have announced? They've only announced, like, yeah, 10 or 12, so there's yeah. a lot of potential. And do. this year, I feel like there's, like, at least a handful of guys that could potentially win instead of, like, oh, it's going to be Roman Reigns this year. Yeah. It's going to be Triple H this year. It's yeah. going to... I think there's a few people out there that could win. Well, like, I think, you know how you have, like, Brock, Braun Strowman and Kane? Mm-hmm. During a title match, if they lose that match, they're going to be in the Rumble. Braun yeah. Strowman is going to show up in the Rumble. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. If Sammy and Kevin lose their title match, they're going to show up in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there's going to be a lot of that stuff going on, which they should. Yeah. So I mean, I don't even want to talk about Raw 25 because we beat it enough. It was a disappointment. Mm-hmm. It was the worst wrestling televised event I've ever seen. It was. I, I don't think it was the worst, but. With the hype, it was the biggest letdown ever. Yeah, yeah. the potential for a great like show I've watched a there. lot of worse Raws than that before. Trust me, there's been a lot of shitty Raws this year that, that sucked worse than that. But there was four matches in three hours, and I wasn't really necessarily thinking, looking forward to matches. I was looking for nostalgia, so I didn't really care. But you didn't much. get that either. They I just didn't paraded. get that either. Here's that's, all the general managers, and they fill the stages. Saying, guys. As far as the biggest hype going, in, like talking like. Thousands episode, WrestleMania after WrestleMania. You know the buildups for these Raws. This is the biggest letdown ever. Yeah, I enjoyed the DX and Balor Club thing. You know, then nice Stone Cold and Vince was the only Stone good Cold and Vince. The beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. You know, but everything else in between was trash. Shite. We ruined that. So now we're going to go to the part where I give you Don's thoughts on ROH and, and indie wrestling. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So I've been trying to do a little research so I can, like, you know, talk with you guys a little bit about that. <laughs> so I've watched a lot of videos on the history of the Bullet Club and okay. all these different things like that. You know, I went to the Internet, went down a – it was supposed to be working. I was, like, eight hours of just research and wrestling, right, listening to some podcasts. I watched ROH last week. ROH is hard for me to get through. ROH is tough right now because they haven't filmed anything after Final Battle. Matt Taven doesn't excite me. No, he doesn't Matt excite Taven me either. Matt Taven in the kingdom doesn't excite me. Does yeah. nothing for me. I like the guy with the baseball bat. He's boring. <laughs> was that T.K. O'Reilly? Yeah. Or is that... Uh, That's what's T.K. O'Reilly. What's the insanity guy that has the mask? There's a lot of goofy people on there. I will say, I, I was a Cody Rhodes fan when he was in the WWE. I was a Stardust fan. Cody's still good. Cody, it's Cody a, got it. Cody's good. Cody yeah. does a good job. He's I, a great heel. He's a great heel. I really hope we see Cody one day back in the WWE, and they let him. I think he will. They let him be himself. He doesn't have to come back and do gimmicks and stuff like yeah. that. He's building his brand. Yeah. I mean, when he had to do Stardust, he nailed Stardust. When he had to do other things, he nailed it. So yeah. Cody's fine. Cody's good. Um, Hangman Page, <laughs> dumb. I, I don't like that guy. I, I can't. Here, uh, so he's here, not going to, like... There's got to be role players on the show. I understand. I understand. Okay. <laughs> Here's one question I had for you, which I was surprised by this. Okay. I watched the Young Bucks. I watched about 10 of their matches. Okay. Okay. From what? F- couple RH, couple New Japan. Okay. I know you're a guy, when you watch WWE things, you hate audience sing-along, audience participation things. Yes, chance. Yeah. Things they do in a ring, it bothers you. It annoys you. <laughs> yeah. That's all they fucking do, <laughs> these guys. <laughs> hey, where are you going? And hey, you're not going here. And super kicks and all that thing. I'm like, this is all these guys do. It's the same thing every match. It's crowd. It's all these idiots in the crowd chant, hey, where are you going? And don't you know? Ooh. And, then, and, then, and then Matt Jackson hugs the bad, the other teammate. And, and the other guy looks confused every time. Why is he hugging the guy? And then, where are you going? And kick. I'm like, it's the same thing. I watched two matches and I'm like, I got it. I don't need to see anymore. Those two 
are just so dumb to me. So here's the thing. So you watch two matches from the ROH wa- that have that. I watch about five ROH matches and about five New Japan matches. So did, have you, did you see the difference between the ROH matches and the New Japan matches? Yeah, there's a difference. There's yeah. the, clearly a difference. One, no. one, there's more technical wrestling going on. The other one, it's just super kicks. Every so New Japan is a much better product. Yeah. I enjoy them for the ability to... And to be all things combined. Yeah. Because at the same time, it's not like you're watching them, like, when you see people with gimmicks five years ago, yeah. and then they switch gimmicks, and now it's three years later. Yeah. That's like a Wednesday, they're doing the all the shtick from the being the elite show, which I enjoy because it's a backstory to the well, shit that they're let, doing. Let in me the, just say one thing so you don't think I'm all shitting on them. Yeah. These guys are really good promoters. I mean, the Being Elite website that they have, the YouTube channel, the quality that they're putting in there with the YouTube videos, they're almost like a Logan Paul on YouTube with their st- with the stuff they're doing and yeah. all this funny thing and writing comedy, and they're all doing it. I, re- I read an interview with them. They're all doing it all from their phones, and are, and Matt Jackson edits it all on his app on his phone and uploads it when they're on the bus and traveling. Like, they are really, they've done a really good job, I think, of saying, we don't need the WWE. We're making a lot of money. We're making shirts. They make so many fucking shirts. Oh. And I went on pro wrestling teams. I'm like, Christ, the Young Bucks have a lot of shirts. So they're they're brilliant with that. I just don't really enjoy their matches. And that's fun. And, mm-hmm. like, and I go back and I looked at I watched a lot of videos of the, of the, of the Bullet Club. Okay? Uh-huh. And They're not a huge part of it. The two-part history I, of the Bullet Club. Well, <laughs> this one was like a ten-part, the one I saw. <laughs> and I got to see Finn Balor when Finn Balor led the Bullet Club, and I fucking loved it. Yeah. I was watching him, like, coming out on Carl Anderson or uh, Luke Gallo's shoulders and the way he acted. I'm like, man, they were cool. Like, you know, I think the NWO is the coolest group ever. I'm an NWO guy. You know yeah. that. Like, yeah. And the way they all look when they were in the ring of dominance – that first version of the Bullet Club, I'm like, wow, they look like... Tama Tonga, Bad yeah. Luck Fale. bad-looking yeah. dudes, big dudes, Gallows and Anderson. Balor looks cool with them. Everyone's face painted Everyone's up. Fa- it just, they look like a badass group. I'm like, yeah. that's a Bullet Club I like. When I watch like Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Hangman Page, <laughs> Cody Rhodes come out, I'm like... Is anybody over five nine in this group? I'm like, this is like a tiny little group of guys. Like, like they're not scary looking, you know. Like, well, it's almost like you have to like the Bullet Club's such a nexus right now. Where all the uh, American guys that are American full time, like the being the elite guys, Rhodes, Hangman, uh, Marty, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega's kind of in between. But that's five guys on the one side. But if you look at the other side, yeah. it's that same dominance over there. The big guys, in yeah, Tama Tonga, yeah. uh, Tonga Low, and yeah. the other tall guy. They're all big guys in the smallest. Guy is was that Chase Owens? Chase yeah. Owens, who wrestles like a beast. Okay, and um, he's an honorary Tongan. That's and it. like I said, New Japan's hard to follow because like I've been recording it for the past three weeks. And, that that and access even, stuff doesn't do it any that justice. That access stuff is horrible. Yeah. You need to get some quality shit. See, out I on think access. if you watched a weekly show of their what they put out on their network, mm-hmm. you would like it because you're all about stables and stuff yeah. like that. And, no and I can, saw that. I like that. I like yeah. that part. A singles match in New Japan is either for a title or a part of a tournament. Everything yeah. else is like multi-man I watched, stables like, some Okada and stuff. Matches, and I'm like, yeah. he's really good. Like I watched the or Okada, Young Lions. Young Lions do a lot. I watched of the Okada Omega match. And I'm like, it's good. I don't think it's the greatest match of all time. Like it's not. Hun- it's not Meltzer seven stars or whatever he <laughs> you said. You know, I'm like, okay, like it's not the greatest of all time. I personally think like Shawn Michaels Razor Ramon ladder match is better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like 
you know, Bret Hart, Stone Cold, these things come to my mind when I think of greatest matches yeah. of all time. Gimmick you know? matches, but yeah. Yeah, you know, but no. I'm like, this one, it's just a ton of the same move. They must hit that finishing move a thousand times. That's my problem with Okada. Rainmaker's all over and the all place. All over the place. Like, oh, what, Rainmaker! What, what one does it actually take? Like, you know, it's a lot of that stuff. Um, so my thoughts on Kenny Omega. Okay. I'm not really a big fan after watching a lot of his stuff. Okay. Why? I, I don't like his bad guy voice. I don't like how he talks. Um, his entrance now better coming out. I didn't like the cleaner entrance at all. <laughs> the broom. Um, I just don't. I guess I'm not like from watching it a couple matches. Let's say I watched maybe 15 matches. Okay. And I listen to some interviews. I'm not really getting it where I'm like, like you know how much I love AJ Styles. Yeah. When AJ Styles was in Japan, even when AJ Styles was in Impact, how much I liked AJ. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the way he was over there. Like, when you got me excited for Kevin Owens, yeah. when he was Kevin Steen, I didn't know who he was. I went and watched Kevin Steen's videos, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to see this guy. <laughs> like, this guy's going to be cool. And you were like, you're not going to like him. He's not your typical one. KO might be my favorite wrestler in the WWE, <laughs> hands down, right now, because he's just that good. Because he's charismatic. I don't get that from Kenny. I'm like, meh. But he is in an environment right now where he doesn't need to get over with promos and talking. Mm-hmm. He gets New Japan audience is getting over with what he's doing in the ring. Okay. And I don't think anything you just said where you don't like him is what his in-ring action is. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? I see, no, he's good at his matches yeah. and all that, you know. So He's one of those guys that can do anything. And he's, I feel like because he, he has He can be a high flyer if yeah. he needs to be. He can do technical stuff if he has yeah. to. And because he doesn't have to get over with promos, he doesn't... Yeah, I didn't really enjoy his promos. Like, I thought Cody was better at promos. Uh, oh, yeah, know? because he's been through the... I mean, like, how much time do they spend with his promos? His dad is Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. One of the greatest promo guys of all he's time. He's a little bit more seasoned. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if you look at a promo, like, if you put, like, all the Young Bucks or all the Elite minus Cody Rhodes... Yeah, like Marty's a good promo guy. Like Marty's UK promo. Well, let me week. talk to you about Marty. All right, go for it. <laughs> okay, this is probably gonna upset you. That's fine. But I watch. I, I listen to a couple podcasts with him. I watch some of the entrance. Yeah, I absolutely love this guy. <laughs> I told you he's great. <laughs> I think this guy is fucking great. I think he is a future WWE star, which that's the part that might piss you off. Uh, no. I think he. I think he's born and bred for that. Um, I was surprised at how much little. Like he, how long he's actually really been around? He hasn't been around yeah. that long, mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, one the entrance stuff that he came up—that's my—I love that shit mm-hmm. with the with the music and the outfit. That's like sting shit. And but here's the thing: shit. it's cool. It's a sing along shit too, because all the crowds go in the whoop. Well, whoop. they do do that a little bit, but like you know, Which the umbrellas started- and all those things he does. He's really good. Plus. Listening to him on these shows, like he's got a great mind too. Yep. He's really good. I told you about. Did you ever hear him on the Stone Cold podcast? Mm-mm. He was talking to Stone Cold in the middle of the interview. Stone Cold gets a rug delivery <laughs> that he's been waiting on because he got all these new rugs. So that he's like, he had to stop to go let the guy in because they're doing it from Stone Cold's house. Okay. Because we're the Broken Skull Ranch and all that yeah. stuff. So Marty went out with him and helped him carry the rugs in and then lay all the rugs. And he's like, I got to tell you about this guy. He's like, this is a good kid right here. <laughs> he was like, he's like, I felt like I had him in the gym and I was a young boy. And then he's saying all that. And, you know, we were making him get our water. He's like, he lifted rugs. He was doing this. Then we had a sandwich. We had a beer out back. He's like, we've been hanging out for three hours. He was like, now we're back doing the show again. And, and he's like, I don't have anywhere to go. He's like, I'm hanging out with Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's like, this is fucking great. He's like, I'll stay here all day if you'll let me. And he's like, well, you got to go home some point. <laughs> and I'm like, I really like how he was on there. I really like the thing. I, 
I feel, and he owns all that stuff too. Yep, which is smart. Which he could. He's bring. been doing that for his whole career. He could yeah. bring all that with him. He I was, listened to how he like got the umbrella. And how uh, yeah, that's, that? I, I know that he was Party Marty for a while and friends with Will Ospreay or something. Yeah. Then he turned on him and became the villain. He's like, I'm going to bring this umbrella out there and I'm going to beat him up with this umbrella. <laughs> he's like, then I started pointing at everybody and opening it in their face. And, and he's like, I thought I was going to get in trouble. And everybody was like, do the umbrella again. <laughs> he's like, damn it. He's like, I've done so much of this stuff. He's like, now I have all this shit I can carry with me. <laughs> he's like, masks and umbrellas and, and capes and all this other stuff. And he's a good wrestler. Yeah. He can talk really. Now, I was saying I don't like Omega's promos. I really like him his promos. Mm. I really enjoyed the promo in ROH when they brought him in. Oh, and, and beat like up Kenny Omega uh, was talking. They beat up uh, 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 Cole. Cole. Yeah, and they, they like, killed we, him. He's dead on being the elite. They were like, "We really think that um, <laughs> this group needs a villain." And the crowd got all crazy, and he came out. So, I mean, his gimmick is wonderful. Yeah, it's wonderful. He really does a great job at it. I, I, I think he's the kind of person that because they said, "Do you want to? Do you see yourself in the WWE ring?" And he was like, "Well, who doesn't?" Yeah, he said, yeah. Of course you do. He said, "But I'm happy." He said, I really like the guys that run up and down the road with him having a good time. He's like, but you never say never. You one day hope, you know, because he's only 28 years old. Yeah, he's young. So I think I think a few more years of doing his thing, and he's he's the kind of guy that they would bring in, and it would be an he would be a good star for NXT. That would be a big deal. Oh, yeah. oh he'd be huge. He'd be mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. So yeah, but, those were my thoughts on it. I thought he, okay. I thought he was cool. I'm a fan. Yeah, I mean, the things that you say about these guys, I don't disagree with. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I have an appreciation for the young bucks, and I liked them when they were Generation Me in TNA. I did too. And it was, and I think it's those guys that you know, I've seen them show up at Chikar matches, and they've been everywhere. Like I don't know, I feel like they, I feel like they were are the indie scene. Like yeah, they are, and they're always going to be because they're not going to be in the WWE. No, because they're making so much money, and they can do whatever they want. And honestly. they w- there would be no use for them there because they would just go up there and they would get sh- like you know I just well the, like I said the things I think they can do in a ring I think other people can do and yeah they're not Vince doesn't like tiny little guys yeah. for putting belts on him that that age is over yeah. you know you see who he wants for tag champs and stuff like that unfortunately yeah yeah but you know but I don't I don't think they care. No. And I don't think Kenny Omega is going to come anytime soon either. I think no. he's happy and content. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think if anyone out of that group, it'll be Cody returning and Marty returning. Yeah. It'll be great. Coming there. They should do it at the same time. Like if they came in together as a Hangman Page. And that's the cool thing is that's his real name. So yeah. he, can, he, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't have to change his name yeah. or, or do anything else. You know, He's smart. So, so there you go. And that's it. Butler Rumble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the highlight of the wrestling week for us. Yeah, it was better than Raw. <laughs> I'm sure it was. 25th anniversary. All right. Anybody to still listen as we just went off for a half hour about wrestling? <laughs> How long have we been talking for? Hey, remember when Justin came back to Pittsburgh? Just <laughs> An wrestling? hour and a half? An hour and ten. All right. Well, All there right. you go. Lots of stuff to talk about. Yep. And uh, uh, take us out. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please like, share, subscribe, invite. And uh, kissed on on the mouth for me. There you go. <laughs> Later.